Super Bowl 58 on the anniversary of Todd Davis and the Denver Broncos becoming Super Bowl champs. And Todd is showing off that nice it's ring of his. Yeah. Very that makes fair. you pretty popular. Like we go out and everybody's like, ooh, that's a nice ring over there. Like, oh, some lucky dice. Look at that ring. Yeah. Didn't yeah. work. The luck wasn't there. <laughs> oh no, lost a lot of money. Maybe again. it's tonight. I, maybe this is maybe. the anniversary. I, will, I, feel like oh, I, I will say I will say Todd let me wear the ring, which I feel blessed. And I'm like I'm like I, I would have never thought. That thing is huge, heavy, and I don't know how Todd wears it wears around everywhere he goes during yeah. this week. For Just stronger this week. Than you. Just this week. Is uh is the right bicep stronger because of it? Just than his the finger. Left? This is a, this a finger. Wow. Fingers. Okay. Which one is that? <laughs> oh man, eight years ago, yeah. Todd. What was it like? It was great. Um, it really doesn't feel like it was eight years ago. Like, I think back and I remember uh, all the different moments from Super Bowl 50, uh, winning it, knowing we were going to win it. Uh, I brought my phone out at halftime and gave it to a trainer because I knew by halftime we were winning the game. Uh, so I think I was the only one of the only people on the, on the field with my phone. But uh, it was a great, great day. Walking out as a captain, middle of the Super Bowl, Cam standing there shaking, knees are shaking. <laughs> I knew it was over. <laughs> He's been walking around this morning, too. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. He we got to have, have a reunion. Better watch out, yeah. <laughs> I did see you walked by, and he, and he kind of kind of shivered. He remembered. The PTSD <laughs> is real, man. Back-to-back well, -back games, too, because then you started 2016 yeah. by yep. just destroying them again. Yeah, yeah. That and, was a great great game. And they knew it was coming again because do you remember um, uh, who was their coach? Ron Rivera yep. was uh, just complaining all offseason, like, we won the NFC. Why can't we be playing at home mm -hmm. to start? Yep. They, didn't, they didn't want another piece of you, Todd. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> that was my first official full-time starter starting game. Oh, wow. 2016. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Like, because, I was the starter after that. Because, it went, man, not a bad back-to-back game. Not Super at all. Super Bowl 50 captain yep. walking out onto the field. Who was it? It was you, Peyton, Demarcus, Vaughn. And Kayvon. And Kayvon. Yeah. Was that it? No, DT? DT, DT yep. was the offense. The two offense, two defense, two special teams. Uh -uh. No B-Mac, huh? That, that's when BMAC like became BMAC was that run. He was yeah, 10 true. for 10 yeah. in the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl. But before then, I mean, I think he came in 2014 was when he signed with the Broncos. Or maybe even 2015 was his first full year as a starter. Yeah, he was not the Brandon McManus that yeah. like he became to be. Yep. It, it was that progress. Well, remember crazy. he was on the practice squad, got released, yep. and then he got brought back, and that's mm -hmm. when he took over the starting job? Man. Oh dang! I had no clue. Yep, yep. Undrafted yeah. guys, man. They do, they do something, Just don't the they? Just the best, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we undrafted too? Henry and I are undrafted. I technically, technically, you guys are yeah. undrafted. Look at this! Yeah. Three undrafted guys just hanging out, talking ball. Wow. Just some, just some bros talking ball. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> we could even include you here in that too. No, do not include me in that. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you said something. And by the way, welcome into the DNVR Broncos podcast. We've got a loaded show today. So mm -hmm. many guests to preview or to to preview, I guess, this upcoming season and to also look back at Super Bowl 50. Um, but you said something that I want to touch on, Todd. You said uh, we knew we were going to win. Yep. When? When did you know you were going to win? Uh, at the beginning of the year. Mm. And that's the thing that um, I tried to, like, talk about with the Broncos in this season. Like, when you know you're going to win a Super Bowl, you're talking about it the entire year. Like, really, after we lost that um, game but the year before against the Colts, I mm. think that's when, realistically, I think that's when we were like, all right, next year is our year. Like, there's no way we're going to lose again in the uh, playoffs, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. Like, And so the whole offseason was all Super Bowl talk. It was on the top of all of our goals and our, and our checklist. Like, 
it's very different than how it is for the Broncos now because now, like, their goals are like, have a winning season, make the playoffs. Like, <laughs> ours was like, we're going to win the Super Bowl, and uh, there's nothing else on this list. Like, that's, that's the only thing we need. So you guys weren't talking about, like, let's not allow a team to score 70 on us this year. No, we didn't let's. have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that and, – and it is actually talked about yeah. in the locker room with the guys. Yeah, and so that's why I feel like when you're in a position to do good, I think everybody – knows it and they can sense it and you're not afraid to talk about it you're not afraid to look at the standings because you need to know we're fighting for the number one seed in the AFC we got to see who uh, or how the Patriots are doing like we got to stay up to date because you know our goal is the Super Bowl when, when the offense was struggling like because because going into that like you'd had like three great years of Peyton Manning that season is when it all kind of fell apart like did you ever have like a moment there like four weeks in we are like wait this isn't working what if it doesn't get fixed? No, I think we always felt like uh, we were going to find a way. Uh, no oh. matter what, we were going to find a way. And then the thing about the offense is it didn't work, but it, but the times it did, like, we needed it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it never let us down in the crunch times, and it came through. for So for us, like, that was the biggest thing. Like, just find a way to come through. We'll, we'll hold it down as long as we have to. You guys, if we need seven points in the fourth quarter and you guys go get it, that's all that matters. We got the win. Yep. So what breakfast did you eat that day? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a good question. It's a good um, question. Yeah, it's not a good question. Uh, like, I try to do, like, an omelet, like an egg white omelet. Yeah, that makes sense. Stay no yolks on game day. No yolks. Yeah. Wow. Because he's got all the yolks he needs right here, yeah, exactly. baby. Exactly. He's Yo, already wow. got those. Yoked oh, up. Okay. Doesn't want to be too yoked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you know what happens if you're too yoked up? What happens? You get drug tested. Yeah. Like, right after a game. And the cholesterol. Yeah. Mm. Or if you have just if you just have a too good of a game, like you know, like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you go for two hundred and twenty rushing yards, they're like, hey, we got a test. Did you guy. ever have one of those? What? A like test? a drug test that was like after a good game? Uh like after shutting probably, down Derek Henry. Probably or something? at some point yep. in my career I definitely okay. had one of them four AM where you get back and you gotta wait there to pee. Somebody's looking over your shoulder oh, and you're gosh. like that was, uh, you never get used to that. That was Henry yeah. last night to me. It was yeah. weird. I'm like, what That's are we doing, true. man? That's yeah. not true. I did, send a, I did send a great Snapchat, though, because uh, the media party last night, the urinals, they had, like, whatever the thing is inside, it was sponsored by Brady. So it just said Brady in there. And so, so you were like, peeing on the Brady's. Yeah, so I took a little Snapchat and said, like, this one's for Tom. Oh, dang. Yeah. You know what should have been your game day meal? Factor, our presenting uh, sponsor. You got to check out our friends over at Factor. They, We are so grateful for them because they are allowing us to be here. Use the code DNVRBRONCOS50 over at factormeals.com to get 50% off your first order. So I want to give a shout-out to them at the top of our show mm -hmm. as they are our presenting sponsor. And then Todd kind of – well. What was what was the best part? Was it the, was it that day? Was it the night before when the epic speeches were given? Was it the day? Probably not the day after. I can't imagine that was the most fun day. Was yeah. it the, was it the parade? What was the best? But when you look back and think back of Super Bowl Fifty, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? The first thing that comes to mind is the confetti and mm. uh, the Lombardi Trophy and all the friends and family on the field. Because all your you know, I don't know how they make their way down there, but like my dad, my mom, oh. my dad like picked me up. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man now. <laughs> Uh, just, I think just a celebration right after the game. And uh, I don't even know how long we were down there, but it felt like we were down there for forever. Like, you don't want to leave the field, yep. you know, at that moment. Took some, like, confetti, put it in my pocket. Uh, Where is it now? some memories. I have, I have this gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because we, we figured out you were 23 at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I just thought that was, like, my life. Like, Super Bowl <laughs> every other year. Yeah. Man, players say that. Young yeah. players say yeah. that all the time. And old players, especially like DeMarcus. Yeah. Uh, I mm -hmm. think he was someone that that was one of his big rallying cries throughout that season for you guys, especially in the playoffs, was like, mm -hmm. hey, young pups like Todd Davis, you're yeah. not going to be here every single year. Even though it seems easy, yeah. you're not going to have Peyton. You're not going to have Vaughn. You're not going to have DeMarcus. You're not going to have this 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 great offense and then an outstanding defense. Yeah, you're like, yeah, old man, that's, that's how <laughs> that it was, was in your day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then you you come uh, come back to earth fairly quick. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, it didn't happen like that, but I'm blessed to have one. Um, a lot of people have none, so mm -hmm. uh, like I'm going I'm I'm to wear this thing forever <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, we haven't asked uh, about Wednesday of Super Bowl week. Was there uh, any, anything notable that happened on Wednesday of Super Bowl week? <laughs> uh, there was a little bit of an issue. Uh, there was, it wasn't it wasn't a full uh, scuffle, but it was like a little bit of an issue. Uh, yeah. 
with the team and my teammates. It was like Wednesday, and they were we were going over special team stuff, and guys were looking at the like cards to understand the plays. Yeah. And I was like frustrated, like guys, we're about to play the Super Bowl in like three days. Like it's time for you to step it up. And so mm -hmm. um, things got a little hot at practice for just a little bit. Somebody didn't like the 23-year-old special teams captain who's undrafted stepping <laughs> hey, in there. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. do, you gotta do. We're got talking. We're talking about a big time game, Super Bowl 50, and we've got a big time guest. Actually, the first big time guest uh, of the show's history. We got Tom Pelissero joining us right the now. The first one in history. The well, sorry to let you guys know. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, so many years ago, Tom, you were nice enough to join us, and we always love spending time with you and today is the eight-year anniversary of Todd Davis and the Denver Broncos winning Super Bowl 50 becoming champs what do you remember about that game I remember Von Miller rolling up to the podium post game like taking off his shoes and doing it in his socks because he had done a lot of work yeah in the course of that game I just remember wait, waiting him out um yeah, I mean, it was, it was such a unique year because, you know, this was not the Peyton Manning who had thrown 50 touchdown passes, you know, yep. you know, a few years earlier. This was Peyton had missed a bunch of time. He had the foot injury and, he, yep. you know, Brock Osweiler was playing down the stretch. Peyton comes back in at the end of the season. He didn't have the arm anymore. He yep. really struggled to get the football out there, but the defense was so good. And offensively, like, it was just he did enough. He was exactly. willing himself. Like, every time he reared back, I thought his arm was going to come off and go with the football. <laughs> but he just he, he found ways. He was so crafty, you know, at that stage in his career, and it was a perfect way for him to go out. It really was. And now when we talk about this and talk about how the team evolved from the 2013 offense with that was record-breaking to then the defense that was able to win the championship, it, it makes me think of these Chiefs and how they've evolved. How do the Broncos evolve to keep up with a team like the Chiefs with the reality of Mahomes being being here for a long time. Well, that's the issue is, you know, there were some really good AFC East teams over the course of Tom Brady's career, and mm -hmm. it's hard when that guy's in your division. It's just it's hard to, you know, to break through. So, you know, and the entire division now, especially, you know, obviously Sean Payton being in Denver, but you got Andy Reid, yep. you know, Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers. <laughs> and then you've got this, you know, the unknown of we know how the Raiders finished under Antonio Pierce, but he's, you know, very yeah. new to the coaching game. So we'll see how that that piece of it plays out. But it, it looks like one of the toughest, if not the toughest division in the NFL right now. So, you know, the biggest thing for the Broncos is just figure out the quarterback, because we talk about that was Peyton Manning's last game yep. in Super Bowl 50. And, you know, eight years later, you've gone through a dozen. I don't know what the total number of starting quarterbacks Maybe is, more. but a lot. You know, a big move, which I understood at the time why they were doing it, to go get Russell Wilson for a variety of reasons to this point. That has not worked out. Until you are able to get a quarterback in, it's just hard to compete, for especially sure. when you've got maybe the greatest player we've ever seen in the same division. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree, and I feel like uh, with the division being so tough, I feel like that's what you don't want. You almost want the cakewalk to, oh, yeah. you know, the AFC Championship where everybody's healthy. Now they're going to be battle-tested, but I think they're going to be dinged up a little bit having to go against such great coaching, such great competition for multiple games uh, throughout the season. Yeah. <laughs> where do the Broncos go from here with Russell Wilson? Because Sean told us at the end of the season that they're going to make a decision sooner than later. He's going to let Russ know right when he knows. And we're now like a month away from that conversation. Is there any chance Russ is back or are they just waiting for the right time you think? Well they've got to figure out what their plan is I think first and foremost and there's money that's already locked in for 2024 so that's you know that that's on the books all mm -hmm. you're talking about is I think it's the third day of the league year yeah, right yeah. where the the additional guarantee for 25 triggers so you've got time I don't think and I'm not speaking for the organization here for mm -hmm. Sean or George or anybody else but I would think this is not a situation where you're going to you know give him a big send-off and let's release him early on so he can you know go find his new team I mean based on how things played out and based on the type of things that were being said by various sources close to Russell Wilson last year about everybody in the Broncos organization I don't think they really owe him anything at this point mm -hmm. I do think that to the extent that Russell Wilson could still be a starting quarterback somewhere in the NFL, mm -hmm. if you are, in fact, going to move on from him, it would probably behoove the organization to do that sooner than later yes. to hope Russ then takes up one of the spots that otherwise might be competing with you for, whether it's in the draft or mm -hmm. a trade or free agency, competing for a different quarterback. Where, where, I guess where do you think he's going to go, but 
Also, what what do you think would be the most fun? Like, which team would you want to see him go to and, and compete with? I mean, there's so many teams that don't have a guy right now. Yeah. I mean, the most fun would be he goes to Vegas and then plays the Broncos. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. that is the answer. That would be oh, nerve-wracking. I mean, that would be pretty <laughs> awesome. Be. But, no, I mean, it, it's hard because he didn't play bad last no. year. Like, he played, he certainly played better than he did the previous season. He had lost weight. It sounds like all the, you know, the personality stuff, the leadership, like all that was improved from where it had been the previous year. But it just, it took such a, a weird turn, you know, and the Broncos approach him with the type of offer that in their minds would actually keep him with the Broncos mm -hmm. into 2024. It would dramatically, at minimum, raise the chances he was still on the team. Mm -hmm. And Russ and his agent, who only has one client and really hasn't gone through any sort of adversity from a contract perspective in the past, mm -hmm. said, you know, no, and, you know, consulted the PA, which is a fairly common thing. The Broncos consulted the NFL Management Council. Again, these are all normal things. Mm -hmm. And then it got blown up into this, you know, Russell the martyr, you know, and look yep. what they yep. did to him. And it's, they, they came to a, contracts get adjusted, you know this, all the time. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes it's a pay cut. Sometimes it's, hey, we move this around, we need the flexibility. Yep. But those conversations only happen if they're trying to keep you. Yep. <laughs> if they wanted to just get rid of you, they would go, you're out. Right. You're, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. We're going to cut you. That, that's the thing that got miscast about this entire deal. This was a plan to try to go, hey, we do need the flexibility because we don't know what's going to happen in 2025. But if we can adjust this and push back the vesting date, then you'll be the quarterback in 2024. He said Russell still get his money because uh -huh. they owe him all that money. But is he playing football or is he collecting that, watching games at home like us? Right. Is, exactly. is there any way to salvage this relationship? I feel like every team has issues, and the longer you play in the league, you realize not every head coach likes every quarterback that they've ever had. Was this too public for them to kind of get back to a common ground and then put together a good season? Well, that's the issue, is yeah. the public part of this. Mm -hmm. And this became such a big deal, and there was so much misinformation that was being leaked out from, I can't say for certain who it was, but certainly appears to be coming from the quarterback side, it, it becomes harder to put that toothpaste back in the tube now. Mm -hmm. But to the extent that Russell Wilson's best chance to start somewhere in the NFL this year might be in Denver, and that the Broncos have relatively little flexibility from a, you know, just a, a cap perspective. In other words, Russell Wilson's taking up the same amount on the cap, or if not more, by being off the team than he is on the team. Right. So that's money out the door. Yeah. So would you rather he plays and for one more year and then you can draft the guy and you can develop him, whatever, or would you rather just cut ties? That, that's where they're not ruling anything out because organizationally, there's only so much you can do. Now, you could you could make some trades. They got calls on Sertan last year. They obviously had talks on Judy, Sutton. Like, there's all kinds of guys you potentially could move on from, get more resources, make a big, bold move to trade up in the draft, which Sean Payton's never been shy about borrowing future resources to try to win right now. But it's still hard, yeah, and man. you still owe Russell Wilson that money, minus whatever offsets he would get if he goes to some other team. You know, the, that's where I don't think that anything is completely off the table, but it's fair to say that it would be surprised if he comes back. You, you mentioned the draft. Is that the area, if it's not Russell Wilson coming back, it, do you think that's the area they find their quarterback this year? I mean, I think that that's the way you would ideally like to build it. But having said that, Sean Payton hasn't had a whole lot of rookie quarterbacks yeah. through the course of his career. He got Drew Brees you know, from the Chargers several years into his career. And that was mainly his guy. And even when he had to start somebody else, it was, you know, Taysom had been there a while. Mm -hmm. Jameis was a veteran by the time he got to New Orleans. He hasn't, you know, had to do it. I think that, you know, Sean's inclination, listen, they went into week 18 last year preparing like it was the Super Bowl. Sean didn't want 8-9 and nine on his record. He wanted yep. to go 9-8. and eight. This all matters to Sean. He wants to win now. And just like you saw last year with McGlinchey where, hey, offensive line, we got to fix this right now. We're going to spend whatever it takes. Get him in here. We really want Riley Moss in the draft. Fine. We'll go up next year's three yep. and this year's three and go get him. When he sees something he wants and he thinks this is going to help you win, he's not afraid to, like, give up whatever it takes. The quarterback position is hard, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And whether you are moving up for a quarterback in the draft or you're trading assets for a veteran, which – I don't know how many veterans would really make a ton of sense yeah. in Denver. I mean, the main free agents are Kirk Cousins, mm -hmm. who's going to get a lot of money. Baker Mayfield, who certainly seems like he's inclined to go back to Tampa at this point. It's Ryan Tannehill, who's available for a reason. 
in Sean Payton's mind, does he even regard like a Tannehill as a Baker as a big upgrade over a Jared Stidham, who you've got on the yeah. cheap right now? Mm -hmm. Or can you just roll with Stidham for now and draft a guy or two guys and develop them? You know, these are all the conversations they got to kind of have as they as they move forward here. Big picture, yeah, you'd love to get the veteran player, but or you'd rather get you know the the rookie for the long haul. But again, Sean's not really dealt with rookie quarterbacks a whole lot through the course of his career. So some interesting decisions ahead. If, if the Broncos decide they do want to go the rookie route, and so you start by moving on from Russell Wilson, that would only leave Jarrett Stidham and Ben DiNucci on the roster. Do you think they just ride with those two going all the way to the draft, or do you think they try to like clean that up a little bit beforehand with another veteran? Or Are you asking if Ben DiNucci is going to be the number two quarterback for the Broncos? <laughs> I'm really hoping you're going to say no. <laughs> I mean, DiNucci, hey, he had that start against the Eagles back in yeah. – it was a little. It was a little beyond him at that point. But he's he's hung. You know, credit to him. He's hung in the league for a while here because there is something with him. He just, you know, coming from the program he did and everything. Like he got to, got to put in some time on yeah. task. Yep. No, I, I think that. I mean, the Russell thing has to play out by mid March. Again, they could take another swing at trying to get him to adjust his contract. There's no way he's coming back on the existing contract because yeah. then 2025 will vest. That's off the table. Which again yeah. is why they approached him proactively, once before training camp and then again at the bye week to try to do something. If Russ surveys the landscape and realizes this is his best chance to start, maybe he comes back. If not, those decisions are going to be made, I would think, before the start of free agency. Again, because if you're the Broncos, you have a vested interest in Russ landing somewhere, mm -hmm. not just because you get out from under a little bit of the money, but also that takes out one team you're competing against. Yep. I would think that you've got some type of answers there. If they don't make a move for another player in the early stages of free agency, that's where I think the realistic possibility becomes they're going to draft somebody, roll with Stidham for 2024. Tom, this has been awesome. My last question for you, George Payton's future, what do you think it looks like? And it does appear that, that he is part of this, and how key is that continuity between Sean and George? I know Sean and George worked well together last year. Sean's got a very clear vision of what he wants it to look like. I know he just brought in one of his guys mm -hmm. from the Saints here. We'll see over the course of time how all that stuff develops. George Payton's still highly respected within the league. If at any point he became available to go someplace else, he'd have another job in about 10 seconds here. So those are all, you know, inner building dynamics that'll have to play out here. Um, you know, but if you're, you're Greg Penner and you're the ownership group too, I think there's something to be said for kind of having a dynamic where it's not Sean running everything all the time on his own, which was kind of how at times it was in New Orleans here, having kind of a counterbalance. George is an easy guy to work with. He's obviously, you know, well-versed in draft, pro personnel, everything else. You know, those are all things that I think we'll be talking about maybe after the draft. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time. You're the ultimate insider. I'm sure you hear this all the time, but it feels like you're texting me all the time because I got Twitter notifications on for you. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, thank thanks, you so much, yeah, you Tom. It, thanks for the thanks, insight. Man. Appreciate it. Man, awesome insight there from uh, about what Russell Wilson could do, George Payton's future, and uh, he said something very, very straightforward. Russell Wilson yeah. is not coming back on this contract, but mm. Todd, I mean, you asked a great question. Maybe there is still some wiggle room there for Russ to come back if he's willing to delay guarantees. Yep. Would you would, would you do that if you're a player? Is there any incentive or reason for Russ to do that? I don't think so, and not when it's that much money. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, they signed the contract. It looks really good for me right now and for players. I think you have to work hard to get in this position to have the contract in your favor. So I think now that he's finally in this position, I don't see him giving it up. And I, I definitely wouldn't myself. I mean, take a pay cut for what? If Are we winning the Super Bowl next year? Or <laughs> are you guys going to, you know, re-sign me to another four-year deal to where it makes sense to take a pay cut this year? If not, uh, run me my money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you, would, you wouldn't, like, take a pay cut to work with me or anything? I'm doing oh, wow. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we, yeah, I, I'm pretty damn certain you take, took a pay cut from yeah. being a Bronco to, to be in here. Just a little bit. <laughs> if not, I need to talk to someone about my contract. <laughs> One thing I don't need to talk to anyone about is our friends over at Factor Meals, because I know how damn delicious Factor Meals is, because they've got the best meat out there, the juiciest meat, the biggest meat, the freshest meat, and you can get it over at Factor Meals. If you don't want meat, though, they have vegan options. They have vegetarian options. Their their food is healthy, yep. delicious, fresh, and it ships straight right to your door. So you can get Factor Meals 50% off by using the code DNVRBroncos50 over at factormeals.com slash DNVRBroncos50. We truly do 
love Factor Meals. We know you're going to love it too. And we're also very thankful for them being our presenting sponsor for us being out here. Totally. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but the uh, 49ers are playing the Chiefs this weekend. It's a big I think game. So. Yep. In yeah. the big game? Some would say the big game. How long till that gets trademarked? Um, <laughs> the big game. Really, yeah. it is. It is ridiculous <laughs> that a product is so big that the NFL doesn't want yeah. people using the name. Could you imagine that? Yeah, that's crazy. It is. Like, if you were like, "No, you can't call me Todd Davis because my name is so big." Like, wow. what? Like, instead, we have to call you like Chosen. Chosen Davis? Yeah. Are you changing your name? Wow. I wonder how hard the paperwork is. You know what I'm saying? I'll have to look at it. Oh, it's pretty quick. Let's see. It's quick? Yeah. My mom's an attorney. She used to do all that stuff. It's just a whole bunch of name changes? Yeah. So, so. Sounds like you can get it for free, too. Actually, yeah. But yeah, so the thing is, like, before you turn 18, it's super cheap. But then after that, it becomes, like, more expensive. But it's nothing crazy. It's like a few hundred bucks. What we can say is that Bets365 exists and it's awesome and uh, if you want to make a bunch of money or make all your money back you've got that opportunity this weekend uh if you want to go over there and use the code dnbr365 you can get five dollars in bonus bets for every touchdown scored when you wager 50 bucks more on a same game parlay on san francisco at kansas city or get two dollars in bonus bets for every touchdown when you wager 20 dollars or more on an sgp um at bet365 we don't do ordinary uh, we believe every sport should be epic. Right now, new customers can choose between these two offers when they open an account at Bet365 and use the code DMVR365 to sign up. Uh, whatever the sport, whatever the amount, it's never ordinary Ordinary at Bet365. Uh, oh, my goodness. I think that's do we not you did it. No, 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 you did no, it. We don't have to do the whole you big thing. Oh, there's a little there bit. Is. There's a little there bit. you got to do a little bit. Must be 21 or over. Physically located in Colorado, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. We had an almost teammate of yours on yesterday, Todd. Yes. Now we actually have a former teammate of yours joining us right now, but not the former NFL teammate. We're going back to Sac State. (laughs) Sac State's finest right here. Let's go. It's my brother uh, DeAndre Carter in the building. My dog, Big dog, big dog. Appreciate you coming through. Uh, Thank you for being on. You know, we had to go behind enemy lines. You are technically Mm, a Raider. I am a Raider. You know what I'm saying? But we won't hold that against you for the next 15 minutes. And uh, we uh, got a big sky connection, my guy. Henry oh, yeah. went to Montana. Okay. So he talks a lot of he talks a lot of mess, bro. That's crazy. Hey, you don't Easy have to, to be do, nice to him. That's crazy Easy to do. <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get back on the rise. I know yeah, our boys kind of slipped up yeah. a little this bit. This year but we did a little bit. We're gonna yeah. do it, we're gonna do we're it. We're on the way back. So what do you what do you enjoy most about uh, your time as a Raider? Don't say beating the Broncos, just <laughs> <laughs> speak on something else, but I'm, what do you enjoy? I'm gonna lead off with beating the Broncos. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna lead off with beating the beating the Broncos. Uh but uh, just the, I would say the, the fan, the fan base is crazy. Like yeah. it's crazy. And I'm from the Bay. I'm from the Bay Area, so I was, you know, there when we was in Oakland. And yeah. You ever been to the game in the Coliseum, man? That's different there for sure. I know you played there, Ty. It's, it's different there. Uh, but the, the fan base is the fan base is cool, and I love living in Vegas. Like. Yeah. So much stuff you could do here. Like you could be in the mix if you want to. Yeah. If you don't, you can stay out the way. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think. And I think our team. You know, we on the rise right now. Got a great hire in AP, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about AP? I know that um, a lot of guys in the locker room really pushing for him to be the head coach. Um, is that still the consensus? Is everybody happy with the for decision sure. the team made? For sure. We, we we juice about it. You know what I'm saying? He uh he's a dude that played before. Had a long career in the league, successful career in the league. Um, so he can relate to us as players on that level. You know yep. what I'm saying? He know what we go through on the day day basis um he a real dude you know what i'm saying and and even the way that he played tough hard nose hit you in the mouth and that's kind of you know raider nation that's kind of you know the way you know we try to play um you know the raider way so uh he's definitely the right guy for the job and i'm excited to see you know what this look like next year yeah so you're saying you're saying former linebackers that have won super bowls can become head coaches todd davis <laughs> <laughs> todd davis maybe after my contract is up, you know what <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what does he say about the Broncos? I'm curious because he's like 
he's been a Raider guy his whole life. Like, yeah. he's from Long Beach. Like, yeah. He's been all about that. And that's that, that rivalry, especially For when sure. he was young, like, that was massive. Yeah. The, the, has he spoken about that at all? Uh, I mean, other than, like, the week that we played him, I mean, it's, you know, it's a rivalry game. And uh -huh. if you've ever been on a team against a rivalry, you know, that week, it's, it's, we hate that squad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know we got Bronco viewers. But <laughs> no, but like, I, I have a deep hate for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Not you. you know, I always want to see you for do sure, well. For sure. But everybody else here. Yeah, oh, yeah. me, oh, me. So, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's that, that, that rivalry. It's, it's a healthy rivalry, you know. I think I think we didn't want to. Few in a row here, but uh, you know we'll, we'll get back. Oh man, <laughs> you're being nice saying a few. <laughs> <laughs> One a few a few times. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, since we're talking uh, about AP and uh, new head coaches, you know Harbaugh is just coming to the division. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton's in the division. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Reid is in the division. Are you looking at this coaching landscape and be like, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna get tough for a couple years? It's all it's, it's all tough. You know what I'm saying? We got like you said, great coaches all throughout the division. Yeah. Um, and so I'm ex I'm excited to see you know what it looks like, what it's going to turn out to be. Uh, I think Sean Payton did a great job this year with the Broncos, you know, considering it being his first year yep. uh, with the team and everything like that. So I think the AFC West is going to be a division that's, you know, going to make some noise here in the next few years for sure. You said you, said you believe the Raiders are, are on the up. Yeah. Why? Uh, we got, I think we got the right right guy, you know, at, at the head now. Um, and I think even last year, I think you see once AP became the coach, um, the style that we played, totally. um, you know, the, the, it just turned around. You know what I'm saying? The guys we went out there, we played with a lot more energy. You know, we went out there and we felt like we was playing for AP. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then on top of that, I think our roster, the way it's currently constructed, we got we got a really good roster on both on both sides of the ball. Um, so as long as we can keep the keep the train going, you know, get the right people in the right spots, I think uh, Reggie's gonna make some noise here soon. You know, it's funny because you say you got the right guy now. What was wrong with the last guy? Uh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no, no. Look, I got a lot of respect for Josh McDaniel. That's my guy. He gave me an opportunity to come to this organization, yeah. um, you know, and play here. Um, and he's one of the better football minds in the National Football League. Like he knows football in and out. Um, no, I don't say there was nothing wrong with him. I think it just wasn't a great fit. You yeah. know, that's all it is. And sometimes you go to a situation and it don't work out for you. And I think that's all it was. Unfortunate. It just, you know, but I think things happen the way they're supposed to. I asked that question because I would say he's not the most liked by Broncos country. So. <laughs> yeah, I know he had a, he had a head coach team. He had a head coach team there too. Yeah. Yeah. He had a head coach team there too. Not yeah. super popular. <laughs> maybe you, the least the liked. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Were you with the Chargers right before you came yeah, to Vegas? Yeah. 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 What's that like? Like, did you hate the Raiders when you were playing for the Chargers, and all of a sudden you're here? I think it's kind of like you go, you you get you become part of an organization, and you go through, you know. OTAs and your training camp with your brothers and stuff like that, uh, the blood and the sweat and stuff like that, and you kind of try to take on the persona of the organization, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and so for me, once you do that and you put the time in, it's very easy to fall into I'm part of this organization, like, we hate this team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, not hard, it's not hard at all for me to, mm. to jump into a rivalry and, and, and be about it, for sure. Awesome. Do you guys think that rivalries exist more in college than in the NFL? Because I've heard some people say that and some people push back against that. I think it's a little bit bigger in college. Like, there, there's definitely rivals in the NFL for sure. Yeah. I don't think it's the same magnitude as college because I think, like, I mean, college, they get 100,000 people at their games. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? The alumni that's been going through that organization. Hatred. Through that, to that Generations of generation hatred. Generation of hatred. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They Like, the mom had a kid and right when it, right when it came out, like, we don't like the school. We don't like the school. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, I think it's a little more tradition, you know, with the college teams, but I, it's, it's on both sides. For sure. Yeah. What's, and I feel like most of the yeah. time, like, especially for us as players, like, I may dislike a team, but I know like 15 yeah, you or 20 know, you guys. Know like, you know, that you yeah. Yeah. I don't really hate yeah. them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. they might pay you in the future. Maybe, yeah, you, you don't want to close any doors. <laughs> don't close no doors. <laughs> exactly. You, you've left the one for the Broncos maybe open. We going to see a stop in Denver? Hey, I don't know. I had a I had a very good conversation with Sean Payton prior to signing with mm. the Raiders. Um, mm. Not saying not saying that it was coming anytime soon, but I, I never close the door on any team in the league. I I'll love talk it. To, we're going to talk to Sean. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> we need you in that orange and blue for sure. For who, sure. Is, who is Sac State's biggest rival? Is that like Cal Poly? 
What? UC Davis. UC yeah. Davis. Is it what? Oh, yeah. There's like the three, three California teams, right? UC, yeah, there it is. There it's there UC is. Davis. Yeah, UC okay. Davis. Cosway Classic. Cosway Classic. Yeah, Cosway yeah, Classic. Yeah, yeah. Huh, okay. It's yeah. a big time game. You don't big know about it. It's, yeah, yeah. it's better than the Montana Showdown, Hoedown, whatever yeah, yeah. you all call, call it. What y'all call it? So you can't even wow. run That was embarrassing, honestly. They game day out there for it last year. They did. Yeah. It was It's not as big as Sack Davis, that's all I'm saying. You got to go watch. Convince me. Okay. Do we play you guys? this year? You got it, yeah. Because uh, they were in Missoula last year. I'd imagine it's Sacramento this year. All right. Yeah. yeah. Y'all got to pull up to that game. Yeah, exactly. We really should have done yeah, exactly. that. We really should have done that because it was the bye week, too. Yeah. It would have yeah. been so easy. Should have pulled up. Next time we go. Well, thank you for coming on. Oh, I love you. I appreciate you, you having, having me on. Sac State's finest. Sac State. Thanks so much. Todd Davis Super Champion. Sac State. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on, for sure. I love for sure. it. Yeah, I thank love you. It. Care, That's a great man. I love what he's doing in the league, and hopefully one day we get him in the orange or blue. Man. Or at least just out of the Raider gear. <laughs> uh, wow. That was a big sigh there, Henry. Well, I'm just – like, it's a shame because usually we get to see the chat. Do you want to tell the people – I'm wondering what the chat is saying about, like, a Raider. Are they – do we now have Raider fans in there? Oh, no. It's probably All heating right. up. First thing was um, – Henry somehow is still Mr. Irrelevant, even if he was undrafted. Oh, damn. That was my favorite comment okay. of the day. There we go. Funny. Somebody said, God, young I can Purdy. You're young Bonk Purdy. Somebody said, I can boo oh. the man, but I can boo the team, but not the man. Look wow. at this man right here. Look at this gorgeous <laughs> man. <laughs> this is not irrelevant. No, I'm like, this is super. Everywhere I go, people are going to be staring at me in this uh -huh. thing. Yeah. Looks good on you. No. Trying to be nice. That's very nice of you. First one all week to be it nice. It looks like it fits very normally on you. Because I have a big head? Uh, That's yeah. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. You two had too many Breckenridge beers last night. Actually, not you two. Just Henry, specifically. Yeah. I did not know if he was going to be on this show because of the number of Breckenridge beers that he had. Drink responsibly, but when you do drink, make sure to have some Breckenridge beer. Our friends, the official beer of DNVR. You know we love Breck beer, and we're drinking it out here. It's on tap pretty much everywhere we go, so you want to get some Breck brews. Find, find the beer locator over at breckbrew.com to get not just any Breck Brew, but you can find a specific Breck Brew that you're looking for. Check them out over at breckbrew.com. And if you're here in Vegas and you want to go to the big game, check out our friends over at Game Time, where you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for the next big event, which is the big game. Everybody wants to go to the big game. you got some great players in this game. Uh, and it's, I think it's fun to be there to experience it. There's nothing like seeing your team win. There's nothing like seeing your team Pull four, even though the Broncos aren't in. If you want to attend the big game, check out our friends at Game Time using the code Vegas100 for $100 off the big game. But if you don't want to go to that, you don't want to see the Chiefs and you don't want to see the Chargers, you want to see uh, an event or a Taylor Swift concert or a Sierra concert, you yep. know, go check them out. Use code DNVR for 20 $20 off your first purchase. You can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time right now. All Game Time users get $100 off with the big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app. Again, the code is V E G A S if you know how to spell Vegas100. $100 off the big game ticket. You know who is going and probably paying full price to see Sierra? Hmm. Nathaniel Russ. Hackett. Oh. Mm. Uh, I, hope I, think he's <laughs> I hope Russ isn't really paying to yeah, see her. She's like, nah, man, you got to buy this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know who might not be seeing Sierra in concert? No. Sean Payton, probably. Uh, oh. Pro pro probably not. Yeah. Um, he could be a Sierra guy. We actually have a little clip of us and our night last night. You hear? Why don't you roll that right now? Is this more this year, the NFL media party is at the Grand Prix racetrack. It's like in the race paddocks where the F1 cars were. Check this out. Like this is the track. Like the cars, bang, coming on down. Look at this dude. This dude's the biggest F1 fan. How cool this is this is so shit? Dope. <laughs> cars come out of this corner <laughs> at like 180 miles an hour. It is wild. This is.
So that was the media party last night, which the Super Bowl host committee throws every year. And it's always insane, over the top, awesome. Yeah. Free wow. food, yes. unlimited drinks. And they held it at the, uh, what's it called? It's the Grand Prix, uh, the Grand Grand Prix, Plaza. Prix Plaza, which yeah. is they built for last year's F1 race. Yeah. For $500 million. Yeah. And so when we got there, we were a little worried because when we started, or oh, last God. year's was entirely outside. Uh-huh. And it was in Arizona, so it's like, okay, it's going to be nice enough. And it was just freezing. And we're outside for like four or five hours just in the cold. So we were a little worried that maybe this one's going to be outside. But we're like, no, it's at a $500 million building. It's going to be inside. But right as we're pulling up, we get a text from someone in our group that says it's mostly outside. Like, Oh no! Bring mm-hmm. a coat, and we're just getting there. We don't have our coats. We we, we uh, um, are preparing to be freezing cold. We walk in, and we're like, "This is all outside. This is awful." And then uh, someone in our group, after like 20 minutes, realized, "Wait, this is a Chinese New Year's party here. Yeah. Where's the Super Bowl party?" Mm-hmm. Turns out, Super Bowl party was inside, and yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. It, it was, was dope. So I was thoroughly surprised. Yeah, somebody was just like, I think this might be like a Chinese New Year party. And I was like, looked around and was like, oh, wow. Like, you have like the little red like things that kind of like hang down. You look around and nothing says Super Bowl anywhere. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. this There is something up. And that was just the most confusing thing I've ever lived through. But yeah, the party was insane. It's like three levels. First level's like F1 race stuff, like a whole bunch of cars, race cars. They had like a battle bot there, which is cool. Sometimes I forget I'm wearing this. Like, people look at me, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, second level, though, they had, like, the – it was, like, old Vegas-themed. Top level, it's like a club. Yeah, it was dope. It was like a club. And I got to tell you about a special guest after oh. – I tell you about another special guest. We've got Romy Bean joining us. But really quick before you bring her on, I got to tell you about <laughs> True and Travel, where they're going to be throwing a big Super Bowl party this week. If you're a DNVR listener in Vegas for the week and looking for an awesome experience to watch the game or tailgate before you got to check out Daylight Beach Club at Mandalay Bay. It's within walking distance of Allegiant Stadium. They're a five-hour open premium bar, all-inclusive package. So if you want in, check them out. That's uh, check them out with their VIP watch party or for the open invitation uh, to their private cabana available. So check them out. That is our friends over at True Travel. We've got a link in our description. Uh, Romy Bean. Bang. How are <laughs> you, my friend? You know what? I finally made the DNVR cut. Oh, I will, yeah. you are, I will yeah. Venmo you later. You have trying. an open invitation. I'm always trying. I, you know, Toddy was like, oh. No, I was like, hell yeah, we got to be on. Because I found out something new today. Exactly. I did not know you were a cheerleader for the Broncos. I was. I never knew that. <laughs> yes. His so, mind was blown. Yeah, I was so surprised. Yeah, because we were just like, yeah, Super Bowl 50, we're talking Super Bowl 50, like Romeo's a cheerleader in that, and you are just like, what? Yeah. Not that you couldn't do it. I know that you could do it. Well, I just, I don't know if, are there many cheerleaders that are now media, in the media? There's a few. Okay. Uh, I feel like the GOATs, Michelle Beisner-Buck. Okay. Oh. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Lauren Gardner. Oh, of um, course. Yeah. You know, I think those are, those are the three for, from the Broncos cheerleaders. So not a ton, but it is funny because this just verifies. People ask all the time, like, do you guys hang out with the players? I'm like, no, we like live totally <laughs> different totally worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I always, people I feel like sometimes don't, don't, they're like, really? I'm like, no, no, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I transitioned into media like a little bit afterwards. And it was funny because I was, I don't know why I thought, I thought, oh, maybe people would know. Like nobody knew. Well, like fans knew, but none of the players yeah. knew, you yeah. know. So, well, yeah. And you, you did it, what was it, a year or two where you did both? You did, did media yeah. and cheerleading, and you were running around on game days. Like crazy. It was so – I 2016 was my last year, and I did um, – 2015, I, like, started doing radio, and then 2016, I actually got, like, a job in radio. So what I would do is after the game, we'd run off the field. We'd change the cheerleader locker rooms, like, all the way on the other side. Of course. And then I'd run in for postgame. Dang. Um, and so <laughs> – and then just kind of get in. That was my first experience with, like, the scrums and everything. Yeah. And when I think about it now, I must have looked 
hilarious because I had my cheerleader game day. On. Like, I didn't think it was heavy at the time, but you look back, it was like full face of makeup. <laughs> yeah, you like sneak a notebook with you out on the field, like make sure you get know everything that's going on out there. Well, you know, it was always funny because we always say like people become cheerleaders for different reasons, mm -hmm. and I was like a football junkie, and I, I also danced, so that helped. Mm -hmm. But I was like. I always wondered how could I get as close to the action because I can't play the game. And so I, that for me was like the motivating factor. I could be on the sidelines for the games and be that close. So it was great. It was an excuse to, to I messed up the dances a couple times. Because I was <laughs> trying like, to look over your shoulder. trying to look and trying to watch the games. But I mean, what a gift to be on the sideline right there and hear every pop and crack in every play. Like, oh. I missed that part. Dang, was yeah. the coolest game you were ever at Super Bowl 50? Okay, I would say obviously Super Bowl 50, <laughs> but that AFC Championship game yes. too yeah. at Mile High yeah. was unbelievable. I feel like they're both so great, but uh, I remember the moment when it was like, okay, they're gonna win Super Bowl 50. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're gonna be world champions! And uh, one of uh, one of my friends actually caught that picture of I have just the dumbest look on my face. But I am a defensive stand, as you guys know. So for mm -hmm. me, being on the sidelines during that 2015 team and watching you guys just game wreck was the best gift <laughs> of all time. I'm such a defensive girly, uh, so I can't I can't think of a better experience. Did you get it. a ring? Oh, I did. They're That's smaller. Awesome. They're yeah. like. Um, oh. They're they're smaller. There might be, it might be similar to what the wives get. Maybe maybe not. Uh -huh. I'm not sure. But it's kind of like a pendant. But yeah. Okay. So I got my oh, own my own little really cool. my own little mini one. Wives get rings. I think. Yeah, I don't you know. can yeah, buy, you can right? purchase. It. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to you purchase that one. No, you okay. have, I didn't have to pay for this. Did you buy one for Zena? Uh, I didn't. Oh I didn't. I don't know. Like it was uh, just the uh, timing. Like I, I was so young, and she was like, yeah. she Excuses. didn't think she would ever wear it. So I was like, she said she didn't want it. So I didn't. I saved twenty thousand. I'm like, all right, I won't. I, won't <laughs> I guess that's a good deal. I guess that's a good deal. Was that the first game you traveled to? Because I just found out this year that cheerleaders don't travel, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> they don't. It's actually funny. It used to be. I think I don't know if they still phrase it this way, but the NFL used to say it was a liability, um, which makes hmm. sense yeah. because. In essence, you're there for your home crowd, and you're mm -hmm. dancing for your home crowd, mm -hmm. trying to pump up your home crowd. Like, think about like the old Oakland Stadium. Like, yeah, that no. would probably not be a safe environment yeah, for a bunch of cheerleaders from the other team to go, and you're trying to pump up a crowd, <laughs> and they're booing and throwing batteries That's at fair. you. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but so you go. Cheerleaders travel to anywhere that's like a neutral ground. Okay. So a Super Bowl mm. game, um, or sometimes. I think the international games, maybe. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I didn't go I think so, to the yeah. international game. They bring them. Um, but, yeah, so that was, like, the first one that I had traveled to. And it was the Super Bowl. It was just such an epic experience. Man, it was unbelievable. Dope. I got to bring my dad, which was the coolest part, because he made me a Broncos fan. Yeah. He got me into football mm, yeah. when I was little. So, man, it was the best. That's dope. Yeah. Well, and then this week, you're not just doing hits for CBS Denver. Like, yeah. you're doing CBS nas national stuff. Like, every station, every CBS station in the country is playing roaming. Yeah, yeah. Deep regrets, I'm sure, that they're big time. But but it's been fun. This is actually my first Super Bowl um, oh, really? covering as a media member. So it's crazy that today's eight years ago today because yeah, now I'm yeah. thinking all, all the feels, uh, you know, it's definitely different being a media member. But this has been fun, and it's been a good challenge because, for me, I'm always so Denver hyper-focused, yeah. right? And so trying to find stories that are more of interest nationally and a national yeah. appeal. And somehow I still keep, like, bringing in Denver ties. I can't help it, you know. Um, but but it's fun. It's a great challenge. So I've really been enjoying yeah. that. You're like the Kansas. It's it's the San Francisco 49ers playing the Kansas City Chiefs who are 0-1 in their last game playing the Denver Broncos oh, yeah. in this Super Bowl. Is that how you're bringing you know Denver ties yeah. in? I love about Zach. Does anyone, like nobody makes better Denver ties than Zach. Like, like I love Zach's tweets because I'm like, how, how did you find that very miscellaneous Denver angle? Only Zach. That's why we love Chiefs it. News, it's the Broncos have a one-game winning streak over the Chiefs. There you go. Every there time. you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I think it's obvious we're all rooting for the Niners, right? Oh, like, yeah. I, I, I like to doubt. call them, like, Broncos West. Oh, you yeah. got Shanahan, 100%. you got McCaffrey, you got John Lynch, you got Bobby T. It's, like, unbelievable. Randy Gregory. Uh -huh. Right? You got Randy yeah. Gregory. <laughs> and, uh, I think there's, like, some scouting staff there. I mean, it's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know? It, it is wild. Yeah. How do the Broncos get back to those glory days because oh. unfortunately we're looking back eight years to see the last winning season winning se that's crazy that uh, that's 
It's, it's you know you know I was saying this to somebody yesterday. You, I'm sorry, I have a hair. Uh, you've seen teams like sell their souls for for a Super Bowl, if you will, right? Like the Rams went all out, but then they were back in the playoffs this year. It's like yeah. what has gone so mm-hmm. wrong? But I think I think there's so many things, and you go back to those drafts, those early drafts, you know, 2017, 2018, 2016. Like how many players are actually left, right, from those? And then of course nobody expected the Russell Wilson trade to go down yeah. like that. Yeah. But between that and the Sean Payton. Um, trades you have all of those draft picks like all those players should be up and coming for you right now and that all those first rounders that you got you know cheap so to speak that are these superstars you, you're missing three years of those so the unfortunate part is I just don't feel like it's a quick fix mm-hmm. you know I feel like this year was the first time where I was like okay I feel like the groundwork has been laid mm-hmm. you know I feel like Sean Payton mm-hmm. really did come in and lay that groundwork and even when you talk about a winning culture like we saw that change that's there's stability which there hasn't been since Gary Kubiak sure, left after the 2016 sure. season so I do feel like for the first time there is a strong foundation but I think that obviously you got to get the quarterback in this day and age we know this um, you get, but there's other holes you got to fill right mm-hmm. got to get tied in how about a yep. slot receiver right there's a lot another running back offensive line there's so many things that they're gonna have to fill that they're gonna have to play money ball a little bit they're yeah. gonna have to find ways to be savvy and teams can do it yeah. but you got to be smart because you don't have a ton of draft picks this year either and I don't know do you bunch a few and jump up and get a quarterback and then again you got another small draft class so I just feel like none of us want to be patient anymore uh-huh. but it's still I think it's going to start building but I, I do think it's it's not next year. We're we're not going Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, really. You know maybe oh. I did. So I was playing oh. on that slot machine over there, and you oh, could yeah. you mm. could you could bop it, and mm. they they changed it to like the Broncos, and uh, it hit Super Bowl on the fourth one. So in four years, guys. There we go. Book it. There we go. Book your tickets. The slot machine over there said the Broncos were in the Super Bowl in four years. I love it. Slot Start machine planning. don't lie. No, 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 no of course never. not. No, and no. they always pay out, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I actually. I, I guess I shouldn't say how much money I put into that machine yesterday. Oh, okay. Made 56 cents. Oh, I love it. Yeah, 56 cents. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. So they were like, yeah, we can rig it up so it'll hit jackpot on the first time. So I was yeah. on live TV, and I was like, I came out. I interviewed Tony Romo yesterday, which was, like, really cool. Oh, no, um, yeah. And he said he felt like he was talking to, you know, Sean Payton and feels like they have a great future because of it. So I come out, and I'm like, yeah, see, Tony Romo said they hit the jackpot with Sean Payton. And I go like this, and it's like nothing. And I was like, <laughs> let's keep, I was like, all right, let's keep trying. Yeah. Was it a live hit? It was on live TV, yeah. And I, and I like, they, they said it was going to jackpot oh. the first time. So I was like, oh, the Broncos are going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Four years. That's we awesome. did it. That's awesome. That's I know. We were going to try Trick Todd with that, too. Why? Because, because, like you said, like they can rig it to the jackpot. So we're uh, just gonna say, like, yeah, they're like giving everybody like a five dollar free bet, and like I was gonna go miss. And then, and then she was just like, Chuck, yeah. we put the free bet in already. All you have to do is hit it. Just hit the I button. Went crazy. <laughs> what'd, you do, what'd you do with your fifty-six cents, though? Uh, so the the problem is you actually can't cash that out anywhere. They won't just give you fifty-six cents. So I just have a little <laughs> ticket that says like I can put it in a machine. I get fifty-six oh. more cents in the machine. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna gamble it. Let's do it tonight. I mean, give me money not? for it. I feel like that's a crime. Like, like they should I have like they to should give, give your me money back, if I yeah. want my money. Like, do you think it's because it's less than a dollar or like? Yep. Probably. Because yeah, they paid you out in the the cash. Yeah, for no, like got, the money that yeah, you put I in. Yeah, I got my twenties and then I just print out the ticket. It's a fifty-six cent ticket. Twenties, mm. not a hundreds. Hundreds weren't coming out of that machine. Even better than fives. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Romy, it has been awesome to have you on. You downplay yourself so much. You are big time. Big time. Big and, money. And uh, what we always like promote and probably should be promoting Instagram even more, but you're everywhere. You're on Twitter. You're on Instagram. You're on YouTube. I'm trying. You, you have, uh, you, you're everywhere. Yeah. So make sure to give Romy Bean a follow. Aww, and then obviously the just best. turn on TV yeah. and not just in Denver, anywhere, yeah. anywhere. you're going to see Romy Bean. And, and this tell CBS yeah. that she's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let, get let, that let hype going. Know, yes, know? definitely. The bosses need to know because yes. I think I just bother them. But you know what? <laughs> I, I finally feel big time now because I finally made it on the show. Let's go. This is you, the best show. You have an open invite <laughs> any day 
not just this week, any day ever. I mean, I don't got to tell we your audience because I know it, but this is, right, am I right? This is the best in Colorado. Like, not mm -hmm. even, nothing holds a candle. You guys are the best. Wow. It's so fun to see you guys all the time. And <laughs> We're talking to the best. We're on. talking to the Seriously. best. Thank you so much, Thank Romy, you. for joining us. And you know what, Toddy? It was great to share Super Bowl 50 with you, even though you didn't Absolutely. know. I didn't know, but it was, it was that much better now. It was amazing. You know wow. what? I just found, I know, do you guys have to go? No. Oh, uh, no. I just found, I just went through because you said it, and I was like, I'm going to post an Instagram like eight years ago today, and my favorite picture, I got a picture of DT up on stage. Yeah. Oh, that uh, is you know, awesome. So it's fun scrolling through, and the after party was fun. And, Heck yeah. You know, what did time. you go to the one at the hotel, or the one in, which one did you, oh. The one that you guys, maybe not the after after party. <laughs> okay. The one that was, that was at, at the was hotel. Was it Flo Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Wade was yeah. Wade dancing on stage doing yeah, like yeah, chicken yeah. wing. <laughs> he was grooving. Bro, I want to see Wade Phillips doing the chicken dance with Flo Rida so badly. Yeah. Um, I, I have a video of it. I, you guys might not know this, but I have like, I love Wade Phillips to like an unhealthy level. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I think if I ever saw him, I would just, I just want him to be my 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 uncle or my grandpa. Oh, like, yeah. like I just, I love that man so much. So He's I like, I uh, I have a lot of videos and photos of Wade in my in my phone. <laughs> when he went and he coached for the Rams, I went down to like the tunnel where the visitor coaches come out and there's somebody who used to work in TV who's in a different market now. She was like videoing me. He came out. I was like, Wade! And he like, looked like, he was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Are you still in touch with Wade at all? Because uh, he's no. only there one year, right? No, or I Wade guess you're was two there years. for two years. Yeah. I think, yeah, two the years. The first year was always the best with him. By the numbers, yeah. Yeah, because he by, always by went numbers, to the Super yep. Bowl, right? Yeah, was it was, it? It was insane. Yeah, yeah like wherever crazy. he went, he had like an elite defense the first year. That's crazy. Yeah. It's good well, dude. Because it's a pretty simple defense, too. Like, yeah, it's a you lot just of have to have the players. Yeah, exactly. If you have players executed, you can be successful. But, like, there's not too much uh, complication within the plays. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying you're elite? We were. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what everybody always said. With Like, you had to have the guys because he kind of just let you guys go ball. But yeah. you had to be smart enough to, to do yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. Best yeah. defense. Best defense. Do you get annoyed? You know when people do, like, best defenses of all time and sometimes they don't they don't put 2015 Broncos mm. in there, yeah, and I'm like, you, excuse me. I don't know how me. you can't. Yeah, no. you got to yeah. include right? it. Yeah. You have to. Got to. So it is good. so wild that a team won a Super Bowl with a quarterback that had nine touchdowns to 17 interceptions. Crazy. And it's even crazier that yeah. that guy was Peyton Manning. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. would have never thought. It's so crazy. I actually ran into, I did a story over at Caesar Sportsbook, and the guy was a, a Panthers fan, and I was like, he was like, man, that, uh, that crushed my soul, and I was like, it was gotcha. a great thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was saying, like, they – and I remember leading up to that game, like, he was saying Panthers and their yeah. fans, and everyone were, like, so confident. Yeah, like, they, they were 15-1. So like, we're going to yeah. – they were just crushing everyone all season long. And it just – and I remember on our side, I kept being like, they're not ready for this defense. Yeah. But it was, you know, obviously Payne Manning is the GOAT. But yeah. obviously not one of his best seasons. Just a testament to what that defense was able to do and how he was able to game management so you guys could – play your best right totally. exactly exactly like i said um before on the show like p didn't do everything right but he did what we needed to when we needed him yeah, to, like yeah. the most so he was able to manage and get it done and that's all we cared about so he did he did fine in our book I man that. i love that you call him p, p. yeah is that what everyone called him p money yeah. Okay. So like okay. if we saw him and we're like, P money. He'd be like, oh, are we are we friends? Yeah. He'd uh, like, be like, what's up, dog? <laughs> uh, Todd said I could say it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Super Bowl 50, really quick, last thing. Did you see Cam Newton is walking around here today? Is he floating around? Yeah, yes. and uh, maybe if we talk loud enough about it, He'll just get pissed no, off like he did last time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, because that's what happened after yeah. the Super Bowl. I wonder <laughs> if you knocked his phone out of his hand, would he dive for it or would he let oh, you grab it? Yeah. Somebody else is picking that's it your, up. That's your phone. Yeah, or his wallet. <laughs> we go gambling that with that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This has been awesome. And yep. actually, we're just going to wrap the show here with oh. our friend Romy. But one thing to tell Romy and everyone, we're having a little party tonight hey. for yeah. – uh, 
our friends, for our friends that we haven't met that are in Vegas. If you're a fan, mm -hmm. if you're media, if you're one of our friends, we'd like to have you out at Circa tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. We have an yep. RSVP link on our Twitter page, so DNVR underscore Broncos. Click on that RSVP and free drinks, too. So find out all the details over at our yeah. Twitter page. It's going to be at Circa from 6 to 8 p.m. tonight. Romy, we'd love to see you. Dude, hey, we will be there. Heck I yes. Let's go. This has been an awesome show. Mainly because of you Thanks joining for us. Me Thank on. you Thanks so much. Thanks for letting much. me prolong my stay. Oh my you're gosh, like, Thanks. you're welcome. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Romy will be on all day tomorrow and uh, all day Friday Anytime. and all next yeah, week as let's well. Do it. Yeah. Yes, and then and then you get a contract. Right. There we yeah. go. <laughs> um, happy Super Bowl Fifty, Todd, and to all of Broncos <laughs> country yeah. out there. Thank you so much for rolling with us. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. One last